Live from State Street in the heart of Chicago, you are listening to the new home of the Chicago Bears. Yeah! Yeah! ESPN Chicago. And this is Carmen and Yurko, live from the old National Bank Studio. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good Karma Brands radio station. Oh, man, we love Thursdays during the NFL season, even when the Bears are on by. Week 13 kicks off tonight, York. I don't know how good of a game it's going to be. Seahawks kind of limping in to this one tonight. Dallas continues to play very well at home. We'll talk about that game and a bunch more uh, with Todd Furman when he joins us at 1.30. Big championship weekend on deck. Looking forward to that starting tomorrow night with Oregon, Oregon, uh, with Oregon and Washington. I'm hoping for chaos, York. I want chaos. I can imagine you I want chaos. Come yeah. Uh, Sunday, right? The selection well, that's shows your Sunday. For. What's the first uh, first leg to fall? What's the first domino to fall in your craziness? Washington, uh, Oregon's got to be Washington tomorrow. Friday. Yeah. First game on Friday. That's got to happen tomorrow night. Oregon has to beat Washington. Yes. And then the dominoes Otherwise, begin Oregon to topple. Otherwise, Oregon would have two losses, and that's that's it. You know? Yeah, I got you. And we're also cheering locally uh, for our guy, Shay Norling, who's got a pretty good ticket on Bo Nix to win the Heisman. If Oregon wins tomorrow night, Bo Nix is winning the Heisman. You're feeling that. Well, what's his, what's I, his pretty good ticket at? I think he got it like thirty to one. Thirty to one. What so. he got? Ten grand on it. Ten thousand. I don't know that he's one? got ten thousand dollars on it. Well, but he's got a G, if then? you put a hundred bucks on it, that's a three thousand dollars ticket. It's not a bad payday. <laughs> that's, I'll take it. Yeah. Not a bad payday. Not does, a bad does, payday. Does, does he move had, on it at thirty it, to one? Do you move on it? I don't think you know. You're not doing anything with it now. You're holding on to that. If they win tomorrow, that that's he wins. So. Um, I mean, if you had fifty bucks on it, you'd feel frisky. You know, you're getting fifteen hundred bucks. That, I'd feel friskier if I had a hundred. Well, I understand. I but mean, I, I, I don't, don't know what you has on it. But your level of friskiness. I'm cheering is. for him. I want Oregon to win. I want Alabama to win. I know that's what Abdallah wants. Right. Uh, I want Texas to win because it just opens up all kinds of fun scenarios of crazy how they're going to be able to pick. They'll make the decisions. This then. final four comes Sunday. Yeah. Then the decisions get made. Yeah. We'll See, talk this about all those a, games with Furman and This would have been a third. perfect time to have eight teams, right? So next year, wait, do they go to Abdallah? Did you tell me they're going right to 12? They don't go to eight. They're going right to 12. That's next year, right? Wow. They're going from four to 12. Yeah, it's next year. They said triple up, boys. Yeah, so they want top seeds, right? So they got four top seeds that get their four top. They've got the buy. And then eight play into the four. Is that how they're doing it? I don't I, even know I, all the rules, to is, be honest. Isn't that the way it would to, have to be? I have to refresh I mean, my I'm not a, I'm not a fool. I'm not a jackaloon, am I? If you've got 12 teams and you want to make it happen, four have to get buys. The other eight play into the, into the vacated spot. Eight become four already with the four that are there. Seems reasonable. It does seem reasonable, yeah. Carm. Yeah, they're buys. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Absolutely. That, from four to 12. Well, so they're going to need that 12, this year. Five and 12 would play, yeah. and then they would match up with four. Yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah I would think. Six. No, 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 no. Yeah. Five and 12 would play and, and go with four. Yeah, 100%. Or would they go to one? No, wouldn't you go to one? They might go to one. Because wouldn't you expect five to win and then one plays five? I, I guess that would be it. Right. Yeah, I, I guess so. I'm trying to get that straight <laughs> right now. My well, mind is warped. We'll worry about that next year. We got to get through this weekend first. You know, we got to get through this weekend and this season. I can't and then we'll wait. get to 12 after that. I can't wait. We'll figure it out. Yeah, so uh, football this time of year, man, it's fun, especially with where we're going with uh, college and what's going to happen this weekend. And then the selection show is going to be on Sunday, and we'll know the playoff teams. We expect Michigan to be able to take care of business. That's probably the one that 
you know, I don't I don't know that there's like any sweating that one. I think there are some scenarios that are pretty fun with the, a lot of these other conference championship games, the, the most important ones anyway. The one that's probably a no-brainer is Michigan laying a huge number against an Iowa team that, quite frankly, is not very good. And uh, what was it, 42-3? to three? What was that score? Here, I have it in my one. notes. Hold on. It's a big one. Because uh, remember, this was the tilt uh, two years ago, Yerk, in the Big Ten title game. And, yeah, Iowa uh, lost that game 42-3. to three, So I, I would not anticipate. Sorry for the constant bashing of the Hawkeyes football program and all my uh, Hawkeye friends. And there are a lot of them, including uh, my youngest brother. But uh, I don't think the Iowa Hawkeyes have much of a chance against Michigan no. this weekend. No. So, Yeah, and then, uh, you know, we've got Bears uh, on the bye. But, you know, Abdallah is painting me the uh, – he's giving me the roadmap upstairs uh, earlier today to, like, eight wins all of a sudden. And I'm like, whoa, they're going to get to eight? The Bears are going to get to eight? And then he starts laying it out. And I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah, yeah I mean, right. Cleveland, Cleveland <laughs> defensively is get beat up a little bit. Miles Garrett's and hurt. Joe and, and Joe Flacco's starting. starting. Yeah. I mean, like yeah. – Flacco. Joe Flacco. Out of the dust. Or it's either going to be P.J. Walker, who we saw in training camp, and we were like, oof. No, it was, it was uh, DTR. Oh, DTR. Well, he's in concussion DTR's protocol DTR's in this concussion week. protocol. That's true. That's but real, by the time yeah. they get to the Bears game, he might be out. But still, it's not. It'll either be Flacco, DTR, or P.J. Walker. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It'll be one of those three quarterbacks. So you got Lions that you owe a little something to. You do owe a little something at to. The, at Cleveland, the Browns, not a great place to go, but it'll be okay. Nobody ever says I'm going to Cleveland for vacation. Thanks, Joe Keem Noah. Thanks, Joe. Then you got the Cardinals at home, the Falcons at home. Winnable, winnable. And then you got Green Bay. At Green Bay. Maybe with Green Bay playing for a spot in the playoffs. I don't know. All of a sudden, Jordan Love's played better again now the last couple of weeks. I, I went from the first, like, three weeks of the season, I was like, oh, come on, man. Not again now. And then he stunk. And I'm like, okay, this is this is more like it. And, like, now? and now he's played. Like, he played pretty well last Thursday. It's interesting. You want to bury a guy after, like, five, seven games? I don't want to bury him. I didn't. So, I just, I was like, okay, this, th- th- he doesn't look very good. You're cheering it, for failure. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm cheering, for failure. cheering I, for failure. I don't know that I can handle it as a Bears fan. Another freaking Green Bay quarterback that's awesome. I don't, I can't handle it. I, 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 I'm sorry. Yeah. How pathetic. Uh, okay. It's how sad. Uh, how pathetic am I? I just don't know. I can't. Very sad, sad. I can't man. handle You're watching another man. one of these. Like, please, I I just don't want to well, see it. While the Bears continue to bang their heads against and the again, wall, Favre trying to figure out that position. In his first year starting, Favre struggled. In his first year starting, Aaron Rodgers struggled. In his first year starting, Jordan Love is struggling. But he's looked good the last couple okay. weeks. He looked real good on Thanksgiving. I mean, is it a shock that a first year quarterback finds way to struggle? No, of course not, Yerk. I'm not making any determinations on him you. right now. I, I, I have. I yeah. just it was but for a while was burying him and saying, "Oh, no. he'll never be anything." That's all. That's wrong. It's a little too early You're to right. draw a conclusion. For a while there, at least it was like, "Okay, we can exhale." I don't. It doesn't look very good. But you're right. You didn't want to totally make uh, a definitive. Do we need some statement lights? on him? Yeah, turn some lights on. Um, I didn't turn them on when I walked in the studio. I'm sorry. I don't um, know. People on Twitch are complaining. They may not see that mustache that Carmen's got or your handsome mug. Yeah, my handsome mug. Uh, and, and never and, been described that way in the history of America. Oh, you're handsome. Stop it. No, they commented on your mustache last night. Your mustache was a big hit. Thank you. I'm telling you, um, more people talking about was Carmen going to keep that? I, no, I, I said I hope so. <laughs> no, I'm not. I hope so. A couple more days. I, I said you might not be able to though because it's going to have to wrap itself up in a cocoon here pretty soon and become a butterfly in the spring. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a caterpillar. 
It's a caterpillar under there. You get it? Anyway, yeah, I get it. Butterfly, do you get it? Yeah. Uh, What was I saying? Oh, what do I got to draw you a map for the joke? No, no, I get it. I get it. My heavens. You went from complimenting me to, like... Insulting you. Which is what I do. My balls in. Yeah. Which is pretty much what you do. Thank you. Every day. (laughs) Why do you like it so much? That's the thing that wows Um, me and amazes me every day. uh, Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, something about Jordan. I don't know. Saying something about love. um, You know. You it's wanted a, him to fail. He's not failing. I I, how, yeah. It's so petty of me. It's so petty. I'm like, Jordan Love, I'm sorry. I kind of want you to fail. It's yeah. so pathetic. So yeah. petty. You're all right. But I just, I, I can't stand how to see that um, I'm watching Auburn if, throw that touchdown 31-yarder right now. No, Bama. TV. You're watching Bama. Yeah, throw. Bama against Auburn. Yeah. Well, when you don't. And there like, it is. What are you doing? I don't know. What are you doing? It was crazy. Acquire the ball, you jackaloon. Jones Jr. Oh, is Saban on right now? Saban was on. Yeah, with, uh, I think that's Saban goes on with McAfee every Sorry. week. Oh, I didn't know that. It's Thursday. How did I miss that? Every, I'm Thursday. Going, every week. Every, every single week. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's Thursday. I'm going to Florida tonight. I am easily distracted today. You're already You've on got vacation. Zero focus. You're on vacation I'm last night today. So if your mustache um, gets my attention and I can't get my focus off of it, I apologize. If I happen to see a highlight on TV, I'm going to comment on it. It's if, just the um, way it is. You, as the driver of the show, you're going to have to keep it on the rails. Yurko just went over the schedule for the Bears, yeah. the remaining schedule. Winnable. And there, look, there are some very winnable games in there. Uh, if they get break to, it down. Which they, ones they win and which it, ones they lose? Well, like, well, I, I don't know yeah. which ones they win or which ones they lose, but if they get three out of five, well, four out of five, to, like, get, three out of five is pretty doable. Three out of five yeah. could be doable. That's I mean, if you get to seven, if you get to seven or eight. That's seven wins. My Boy, point man, was if to they Carmen, get to eight, they're really going to feel with, crummy about that Denver game and that Lion game. That now, doesn't even it matter. It probably to me. all works out like you are what you are, is the way I always say. Like, it probably all works out, but. They get to eight, and you're going to feel like, wow, did we waste an opportunity? You know? Well, it's not even that. It's the – if you get to seven or eight wins, and after that last game, Ryan Poles and Matt Eberflus and Kevin Warren sit down, and Matt Eberflus is saying, hey, man, I doubled our win total, more than doubled our win total. Oh, yeah, if you get to like, seven, you more than doubled it. I, I, everybody wants Harbaugh. Everybody wants this. I don't know if you let a coach go – that went from three wins to seven or eight wins. You know, and you might be right about that, but what's crazy is that I, is that I don't know, was there anything all that, like, impressive or inspiring about Matt Eberflus? It, you know, from day one, it seemed like, okay, uh, you're hiring a defensive guy f- from Indy that's running a cover two? Like, that, that's it? His defense was never particularly great. It wasn't awful. It wasn't particularly great. The whole thing from the get-go is kind of like, okay, well, we'll give it a chance. Now you're going to go into year three because he went from three to seven wins, thinking, well, we got to keep Matt Eberflus. Man, they, not they, that you, they've been down Matt, this road. They did it with got, Nagy. Not that you've got to keep him. But he's well, proven. What he's, is proven the, a, he's got the number one rushing defense in the NFL. Yeah, that's Period. Great. Their defense is playing better than it did last year. It couldn't be worse, though. You're... All the cries of Roquan. I don't hear that a, a lot anymore. Oh, Roquan. Oh, Roquan. Oh, Roquan. Roquan is off to Baltimore. It was a better situation for his career. He should thank the Bears every single day. Every single day, he should thank Eberflus <laughs> and Ryan Poles for not being here in Chicago. I don't know what the problem is. It's a better situation for Roquan where he's at. T.J. Edmonds is doing what? What is T.J. Edmonds doing? T.J. T.J. Edwards? Whatever his name is. T.J. Edwards. Okay? 
and the Tremaine Chicago Edmonds. kid. Yes. Yes. So what's happening here with TJ Edwards? TJ has played well, especially what lately. Is he? What is he? How many tackles does he have? Uh, he leads the league, I believe. He leads the league. So he's got more than Roquan Smith, right? Uh, yes. Now, to be fair to Roquan, he may not be asked yes. to tackle as much. I would agree with that. There you go. So I can I can defend both sides here. But and I'm not attacking anybody. anybody. Like, who's missing no, Roquan? No, no, no. That's all I heard. Oh, Roquan. They got rid of Roquan. Well, Roquan. Roquan. Roquan's a great player. In a better situation for him at this point of his career. So is the best. T.J. Edwards in this defense has come in here and become the number one tackler in the NFL. Is the best argument for keeping Matt Eberflus what he's done with the defense? Now, again, you couldn't get worse than what the Bears were last year. The Bears had statistically one of the worst defenses in the last 20 years in the NFL. Yeah, they sabotaged themselves. So are we giving him credit for did Making they, this unit did much they better. Get rid of the best players I, I, on the team. Yerk, I don't disagree with you. Okay, um, but I, I they were I set up to you. fail last so year. So is that what we're? Is that the best case for him? Specifically by Ryan Pulse, they were set up to fail last year. And what did they in do? In a sense, yes, they failed they last failed. year. Yes, they did miserably. Now you bring in a new coach, you set him up to fail. Yes, and at some point you got to bring him in, put your armor on him, and say, "Listen, this is not going to be fun." Yeah, and you're going to have to take a lot of crap. Okay, but you're the front man, and guess who gets to take the crap? You do. First order of business was trading Khalil Mack, right. you know? Yeah. Khalil's looked good uh, lately, you know? Like Khalil, Khalil Mack, looked, He right? looked great on Sunday, I right. thought. Khalil Mack. Oh, wait, wait was that you let go Sunday Keem, right? Yeah, he looked great Sunday night. You let go of Keem Hicks, right? Yeah, he's done. And then no, you traded Roquan. No, I understand he's yeah. washed. My point was you weakened the defense. You did. You brought in a defensive okay. coach, and you said now you they, probably did put your arm around him and say, yeah, uh, this, this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt <laughs> yeah, a lot. He goes, Bud, I will not judge you. I will not judge you on what happens. So you've got to give him credit, and you've got to give Poles credit for at least turning this thing around okay. to where at least the rush defense is a viable product it's out very there. Good. Do you agree with Yurko? Is there enough that's already been done considering the improvements across the defense, now, or do you need to see them maybe win Three or four games now in their final stretch coming out of the bye starting He could next come week. to the John Yurkovich class of press conferences. Yeah, you should teach him Or I him could that teach class. him how to be a smooth individual. You should teach him. If that. I'd have gotten my golf shoes by now, I'd have volunteered to go up there and help him out. You should help him. Do you agree with Yurk? Has he done enough? Anything about what he's done won you over? 312-332-3776. Ring us up. We got a lot today. Not only a Furman, but we'll play McKnight at the movies. We've got Sebastian Maniscalco tickets to give away. Uh, some freebies. Everybody loves free tickets. All right. We got some guy named uh, Allen. Mike Allen. Some guy named Allen. Morgan Allen. We got some good tickets to give away, oh, too. Oh, for the, uh, music the McKnight tickets. at the Movies yeah. prize is a good one. Yeah, Abdallah yeah, will one. fill us in. He's screening he, calls right he's now. He's going to have to fill us in. He'll fill us in on uh, the, 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 the tickets for McKnight at the Movies when we play in about an hour. Uh, 312-332-3776. Ring us up. It's Carmen in New York. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Waddle says uh, Eberflus gets the David Ross treatment if Jim Harbaugh is available. (laughs) Even if he wins seven or eight games this year. If they get to seven or eight. I I got you, yeah. (laughs) That you have you'd have to believe that much right. in Jim Harbaugh. Uh, some wonder. But if, I bet you they'd fire Eberflus first, 
and then hire. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And then hire a coach and do their search. <laughs> they wouldn't hire Harbaugh and then go down and tell uh, Eberflus, hey, we're going to fire you now because this is the way we're going to do it. Uh, I think the Cubs are getting a little too much grief over the way. I, I, now, well, somebody's got to call them on the carpet. Well, but, but it happens all the time. Not right? all the time, not, not that way. You don't choose the new coach. Hire him, in essence, no, no, and then go I, down I, I and just form like the guy in the world, in life, it happens, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. it, it happens. And it just happens, right? And nobody can complain about it. It just No, happens. you can complain. That, that's you. fine. That's Thank fine. You. That's then your prerogative. Let me complain. You're, that's fine. I'll be Listen, the guy that complains. If Yurko will be the one who will hold yeah. the Cubs accountable, that right. is for damn sure. Right. Can't wait we to get Otani. We can always put our faith and trust in that. Can't wait to get Otani. <laughs> I can't well, wait. A lot of people are... Je- so last night oh, at no, the event... Oh, no, it's going to happen. Jesse... We're getting Otani. Yeah. Otani's <laughs> ours, remember? Je- Jesse was the most popular guy at Benny's last night. Jesse mm-hmm. Rogers, because everybody wanted to know, well, you know what's, what's, the, what's the buzz? What well, are they hearing? Winter meetings are next week. He also had get the 50% off coupons. What was he doing with that Ranger hat on? What's he doing? I have no idea. <laughs> Jesse's wearing a Ranger I don't know. Hat. You don't want to show the ball dome? What? What, what? You don't know the story? Uh, what happened? Did I miss this story? What happened? No, he uh, he told me because he was asked. Uh, he was covering the World Series, right. and when the Rangers won the World Series, Rangers PR walked through the press box handing out the hats, and so he said, "Yeah, I'll Just take one." Took a hat, okay. yeah, he put That's it on. Took one for his little guy. Yeah, <laughs> he was wearing. It. Well, why wouldn't he give yeah. it to his? First of all, he doesn't have a little guy. I mean, Jesse's kids are in college. Well, it doesn't matter. Why don't I give it to one of your sons? <laughs> I mean, you're you're nobody a... loves a free hat more than Jesse. But you're a Listen, journalist. Somebody's got to replace the grover, right? Like right. Jesse will just take all the free nobody stuff. Nobody loves a free hat more than Jesse. You. But you're a journalist. You're not supposed to put on another team's hat. He's worn well, he like the ESPN. Isn't open he the hat one that wore you. the Cubs White Sox Dude, split Jesse, hat to to a crosstown series? And I'm talking like 20. I mean, I know I know Jesse now. I don't know how 20 something years. I've known since Jesse. 1992. No, no, not that long. Not that long. When I got in the business, I've, I've probably known Jesse 1999, 2000. Uh, I, <laughs> Jesse used to wear the Cubs socks reversible hat, and he'd go <laughs> like Ray Rayner. He'd go Back to the in the day, dugout. for those who don't know. He'd have the cover hat going, to, and then he'd go to the socks dugout, yeah. and he'd turn it around. And I'm like, Jesse's a knucklehead. He's too much. We had a great meal last night. More stories about last night uh, in a little bit. It was up. a very funny incident at the end of the night. I, I screwed something up. We'll have some fun with that. Uh, listen to Diana Rossini real quick with Colin Cowherd. Yerk, you ready for this? Yep. I don't know that I've heard anybody up until this morning, Abdallah sent it to me. I don't know that I've heard anybody before Diana Rossini like, actually say the Bears and Jim Harbaugh in the same, you know, like sentence or talking about right. who are the interested teams, who are the interested parties. It's all just sort of been like, yeah, teams are going to be interested in Jim Harbaugh and the NFL. This was Diana Rossini talking with Colin Coward about coaching searches that are going to happen and Jim Harbaugh probably going to the NFL. So let's just start with Carolina, right? You mentioned David Tepper makes that firing this last week with Frank Reich now out. If you remember, Tepper and Harbaugh had conversations last year, right? He was a, it obviously didn't pan out, but this was something that they discussed. So that's a name that I'm hearing again. The Chicago Bears are another organization I have heard has had some conversations about that, depending on what decision they make with this coaching staff that is in place. And of course, what they do with that quarterback situation. I'm not sure I've heard anybody say, like Dana just reported there i have heard that the bears have had some of those conversations and i really do wonder what if any 
Um, Go ahead. Well, I'm trying to figure out how the way to put it. Like trying to phrase it. Will, will Kevin Warren's former position have any impact on their desire to possibly pursue Jim Harbaugh? I really do wonder about that. Will it aid it or will it hurt it? That's the question. Good question. Three one two three three two ESPN. Joe is in McHenry. Wants to talk some Bears. What's up, Joe? Hey, how you doing, fellas? Hi, Carmen. You're, uh, I got a question regarding the quarterback. So, coming from college, coming to the pros, because I know what we have right now. So, taking like you know the top three, you know the recruits that are on high um, uh, colleges, and taking them to the pros. How do we get to like an Aikman, a Kelly in, in Chicago? How do we get to that? My question is: is is it the talent that those guys have coming in, and they get to the pros? Where's the fault lie? Is it the head coach, the OC? Where does the drop-off come where the Bears, we can't seem to get that right, and it seems like we're always in this rehashing mode or, you know, we're time to take another mulligan. So yeah. what 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 do we have to do to get this right? And, you know, Yurko might be yeah. able to, you know, highlight a little bit of it. Where is the disconnect? Uh, all right, Joe. Good question. I mean, my God, we could spend uh, we could we've spent our lives wondering this, all of us. Right. I, I've said forever. Someone needs to write the book, the book of on, love, on, on how this franchise hasn't had a franchise quarterback in okay. six decades. I mean, Jimmy Mack for a, a brief little, you know, it popped for about a season and a half. Luckily, through a season that was pretty glorious. That is so long ago. A lot of our listeners weren't even born. Jay Cutler is probably the franchise's best quarterback, uh, certainly in the modern era, and Jay was nothing more than just like a slightly above average, if even that, quarterback when it's all said and done. Yurko, you 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 played for Holmgren. We've talked about it a lot. You saw firsthand a guy, and and you played for an organization that has been good at it. I mean, I I wish we knew the secrets. So uh, your question is like Mark Brunel was starting NFL quarterback for many years. Mark Brunel was not a Super Bowl quarterback, though. No. Mark Brunel was a guy that can get you to playoffs, and once you're in the playoffs, now you need the whole team to be able to get you somewhere else. So being a young quarterback, getting to a new team, and Brunel didn't play much when he was in Green Bay, and then he was traded down to Jacksonville. Then they took their lumps their first year in Jacksonville as an expansion franchise, and then in 96 is when he started to flourish, and then he flourished for an extended period of time. And when I say flourish, he went to two AFC championship games. He got his team into the playoffs year in and year out. Mm -hmm. Of course, then he had a team with him. He had Kevin Gilbride, then I think he had another guy as his offensive coordinator. So he had two different coordinators trying to find a way to make it happen. We had rejects from other teams that came in and helped him and propelled himself forward. Jimmy Smith from the Dallas Cowboys and Keenan McCardle from the Cleveland Browns and the Chicago Bears practice squad. That's right. So, you know, how do you ha- That's how, right. how does it happen? Mm-hmm. Now, did Brunel finding them make them players? Or did them coming in with Brunel, did they all complement each other? How did it happen? I hearken back to the 83 draft. Elway. Doesn't want to go to Baltimore. Ends up with the Denver Broncos. Chris Hinton gets traded to the Baltimore uh, Ravens. Elway with a bad team in Denver. Yes. Didn't happen right away, but eventually they became a very good team. You go down to the next quarterback taken, Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly, right, goes to the Houston Gamblers. Plays yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah. You get to see what he's all about. Jim Kelly 
becomes a Hall of Famer with the Buffalo Bills when the USFL goes Grant bad. Ka- Grant Caput. But after you watched them play, you said to yourself, Jim Kelly can play. And, oh, you know what? Thank heavens that he's finally going up to Buffalo, and the Buffalo people can be happy. Mm-hmm. Todd Blackledge. Yeah, that was the buster in that went one. five, six picks before uh, him. Went to Kansas City Chiefs, Penn State. Why didn't he do anything? Todd Blackledge. He went to a team. It didn't flourish. He didn't have confidence. All of a sudden, he was being questioned, and it never turned out mm. for Todd Blackledge. He came and, he came and failed. Tony Eason. Yeah. He went to a Super Bowl, He right? did, yeah. He went to a Super Bowl. Illini kid, right? Bears pummeled him. Yeah, Bears pummeled him. But there you go. I mean, there's another quarterback in that draft that didn't make it. So why didn't he make it? New England Patriots. He went to a Super Bowl. Then go all the way down yeah, to that last but he, pick. But he never he never kind of flourished in his role. Hold on. They're not the only ones. Ken O'Brien. Ken O'Brien. New York right. Jets. What Teammates with him in 91 or 92. He came to us in Green Bay. Ken O'Brien was there. What happened to Ken O'Brien? UC Davis. That's where he came from. Why wasn't he good enough? And then Marino. The sixth quarterback taken in that draft. The be- is the best quarterback. Right. Goes to well, the best situation. Yeah. Goes to the best situation. Uh, yeah, 27th pick, Miami. They were really good. Yeah. They were a good football team. Yeah, Shula. Yeah, they get Duper, him. Don Strock was down there, I believe, at that time. Were Duper and Clayton both there when he was there? Or no, they maybe came a little bit later. Um, they were coming into their, yeah. their team. Yeah. But I do believe... Um, one of the two was there, and you had Nat Moore also and that Nat was Moore down was there. there. Yeah, that's then true. you had a pretty good tight end that was playing down there, too, at the yeah. time. But there he is, goes to the best situation, turns out to be one of the best quarterbacks in that draft. But if you went Elway, Kelly, Green, I don't think you have a problem. What if Kelly goes to New York Jets? What is if it the Mahomes same thing? comes to the Bears? It's the, like, we'll yeah, I mean, debate the this until... So what is it? I don't know. It's the situation you go in, and it's the confidence that you are given... And it's the confidence that you earn when you play. You know? It's not one thing or the other. Now, I think Marino could have been successful anywhere. He had a rocket for an That's arm. That's what I think. And the guy's release was quick, and he didn't want to get sacked, and he didn't want to take sacks, and he didn't care about his completion percentage because he knew if he didn't put himself in too negative of a yardage situation, he was going to find a ball, a way to get the first down no matter what. Also the creator of the back shoulder. Yes, he But is. he used to call it the back hip. Yeah. He'd throw the ball to Duper on the back hip when we ran four vertical in the slot. He'd say, look for it behind you if you're running even with the guy. And I'm telling you, it was uncanny and something special to behold. He invented something. It's amazing. It's Carmen in New York. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now. Live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. We'll cross talk with Waddle and Sylvia a little bit later. Bears Weekly tonight, 6-7. to seven. Joniak and Thayer, don't miss it. 7-8, to eight, you'll get Black and Abdallah. You can watch us on Twitch and YouTube. Brought to you all this week by the great folks at Few Whiskey. Few Fortune Fancies, the bowl. Some stories from last night in a little bit here. Adam is in Wheaton. Talking Bears with Kermit and Yurko. Hello, Adam. What's up, guys? What's up? So, my take is, what if we get a new coach and we just keep Eberflus as a defensive coordinator since the defense is doing so well. I don't think he would accept that, Adam. You know, I don't think anybody does, you know, takes that kind of a demotion within the organization for which they're already working, right? Like, yeah, he'll go take a DC job somewhere else. He'll go someplace else. Yeah. In a more ideal situation, he won't stick around, no. J.D.'s in South Holland. What's up, J.D.? 
Hey, what's going on, guys? Tell so us. this is my this is my take. I love your show, by the way. Thank this you. This is my take. Um, with uh, you were saying if Warren will have a problem with him, uh, you know, with uh, Harbaugh. Harbaugh. If he offered him the job, he don't have a problem with it. Yeah, that's true. If they don't <laughs> offer him the job, they have a problem with it. So that's your answer to that. We'll find out in a few months, in a few weeks. Right, exactly. Now, my next thing is with Justin Fields and this quarterback deal. Chicago has got caught up in this big deal with having, wanting to have this quarterback, this superstar quarterback. We never had. I'm 54 years old. Mm-hmm. Best quarterback I ever had in my lifetime was uh, the guy was – I'm having a brain heart right now. Cutler, Jay Cutler. He was the best quarterback in my lifetime. We never had a quarterback in Chicago. We've never been an offensive ordinated team. We've been the monsters of the midway for our defense. So what they need to do is they need to keep Justin Fields as our quarterback because we need somebody that can manage the ball and not turn the ball over. That's the only thing we need. We went to two Super Bowls with – we went to two Super Bowls with Grossman (laughs) – and uh, Jim McMahon and Jim McMahon, and neither one of them was Pro Bowl quarterbacks. Our defense carried us. Our defense carried us. They need to show up their offense a little bit. They need to get that that wide receiver Harris Jr. We already got DJ Moore. We already got our tight end. Mm. We need to get yeah, some, that... just just show up the offense a little bit. Put everything else in our defense. Go back to what we know. We're the monsters of the midway because of our defense. Not because of our offense. Defense win games. We know why defense win games, in my opinion, because you can score on defense and you can stop them from scoring. Well, offense, you can just score. Uh, there is, JD, thanks for the call. There is more, there's a stronger correlation I, between offense and right. winning than defense and winning. Right. I know people, for I, some, a million years ago, somebody said defense wins championships and everybody's like, yeah, that's not really true, but okay. Because the Bears' offense was rated very highly, people don't remember that, but it was rated very highly. Uh, Complimentary football, yeah, thank you. So, complimentary football. When you hear that come out of Eberflus, the way he sees complimentary football, and what I've criticized him for in the past is when they try to, he's trying not to lose by a lot. Sometimes when he just has that very conservative game plan when he goes down the field where they want to run the ball, Um, but if you look at it and you take a deep dive in it. If you got a defense that can play very well and you can run the ball because you have that weapon in that running quarterback, as long as you've got a dominant, and I'm putting it in quotation marks because you don't quite have the pass rusher yet. Right. Okay. Even with Montez Sweat there and he's going to be a double digit sack guy, you still don't have the pass rusher yet. You're going to get there. And I think we had Adewale Agunle here and we had somebody else on the opposite side. Adewale was only, always good when he had somebody else that was good, and then Adewale could just be himself, and he played with, like, Jason Taylor. At he the did end. play with Jason Taylor. So, no, he played and right. started with Jason Taylor in Miami. That's my point. Yeah. So Jason Taylor's the guy that's got the focus yeah. on him. He yeah. was the guy that's going to be the Hall of Famer. Right. Adewale then could feel free to play. Yeah. Bears signed him, you know, from I, Miami. I yeah. like Montez, and Montez is getting paid because that's, unfortunately, the way things had to work out when you gave up the second-round draft choice. You need that other dominant guy coming off the corner. When I tell you, Gervin Dexter. Gervin. George Gervin. G-E-R-V-I-N. Gervin Dexter. Gervin. Who's calling him Gervin? Nobody calls him Gervin. Gervin Dexter. Number 99. Okay? 
He's the guy that's going to become Santana Dotson in the middle. I'm telling you. You're looking at me like I'm nuts. I'm not nuts. I, no, but, but his name's, him his and name's Jervon Dexter, though. Are we talking about the Bears player? Yeah. Jervon Dexter? The defensive tackle, yeah. second-round draft choice. Yeah. My guy Gervin, yes. Okay. Not Gervin. No. Gervin, my man. I'm telling you, he's going to become Santana Dotson. I, that would be awesome. He's starting to figure it out. You uh, get a year in the weight room. You get him back here again. Gervin Dexter is a player. You heard it here first. Okay? And Zach Pickens, he's going to be the guy that's going to pick it up next. I, you got that one right. All right? Uh, okay. Trust me. They're going to be okay. Now you got to get that pass rusher coming off the corner that's better than Sweat so Sweat can be the number two fiddle. Amen. I got my guys in the middle already. Solidify that defensive backfield. Dare I say? Dare, dare I say? Dare, this, say, guys, boys. dare I say? It. Get Deep ready. Breath. Mark it down. I might even re-sign Jalen Johnson. Oh yeah. He have the limited interceptions. Okay. Jalen played a good game on night. Stats. I mean, he dropped another pick six. Give me but. some stats, Abdallah. He's on the phone with all our callers that want to get through. My point is, I might even re-sign Jalen Johnson. But you know who's got to go? Number four. Eddie Jackson. Peter Aikman on Monday. I, I give him a nice handshake. Oh, yeah, I, I, think him, I, oh, I, I heard him. The Deion Sanders stuff? No, no, no. Shutting down half the field? Well, no, no, no. Just on, on Jalen Johnson. Now, that was a ball. I mentioned the one. He doesn't want to hear about it, I know. He, I mentioned the one that he dropped last week against Detroit that likely wins the game if he makes that play. Detroit scores on the very next play. That's a pick six again. So, back-to-back weeks, he has an opportunity for a pick six, just unable to make the play. I love it. Aikman's like, he doesn't want to hear it. But if you're uh, not yeah. excited. Hey, listen, Jalen Johnson right. played a strong game Monday night. He did. Yeah. If you're not two excited. weeks in a row, he dropped the pick six, though. If you're not excited. Deron Bland's taking five of them back to the house. I know. Out I think he's I phenomenal. Mean, again, I'm just saying I can offer up a chance to sign Jalen Johnson, but not at $24 million a year. I don't think so. He goes. Yeah. I'll franchise him. You know, mm. transition him. I'll do something. That allows me to go ahead and match an offer if he gets an offer. Yeah. I'll do something crazy. Um, but number four has got to go. Yeah, I think Eddie's kind of number four time here is probably okay. done. Thank you yeah. very much for the efforts. We yeah. appreciate everything you've done for us. You've been well paid. Yeah. Now find yourself a team like Roquan where you might be closer to getting to where you need to be and maybe winning yourself a championship before you retire. That's not a problem. I'll say it here. I'll say it today. Justin Fields needs to stay as the quarterback. Really? Your number one pick, you need to trade down, and then you get more things that you need. You got to go ahead and shore this thing up. You're convinced They're that's it? You're not drafting the a right quarterback? Guy. I am not drafting Whoa, a quarterback. breaking news. I am picking up this the This is a bold statement. Option. Bold statement Thursday. Canceled. I am wow. picking up the fifth-year option on Justin Fields. Where was this 43 minutes ago? Why do you I wait until the end of the hour? That's an opener. The fifth-year option, because the more I talked about the Bears, the more excited I got the Bears. Whoa. I'm picking up the fifth-year option. Mean, I'm trading out of the number one pick. Do wow! You, do, you, do, you, <laughs> do you realize that in 44 minutes that we've been on the air, Yurko's bringing back Matt Eberflus yep. and picking up the fifth-year option? Picking on, up the fifth-year option on Justin Fields. Just, sounds like Lance Briggs got to him. But I am saying, hold on, though. I am jettisoning Eddie Jackson. I'm saying goodbye to Eddie Jackson. <laughs> that, okay, that's a stretch. I mean, no, it's not a stretch. What a move. You're, you're, no. You could have you could have. I'm willing to say goodbye to Dynamite him. Dynamite drop yeah, in, buddy. We hey. could have done without that take. Hey, we draft down. Trade down. Trade down. We get another first-round pick. We get a first-round pick next year. We get a second-rounder to get the center we need. Okay. I am building you a championship squad. You are. You want to take back the North? Is Justin Listen Fields to the good kid? The quarterback to deliver you in a championship? In two years. In two years, I make a decision on him after the fifth-year option. 
in two years. But in the way they want to play football, I think he's versatile enough to take to take you to where you need to be. Yurko, wow. All right, we'll take your calls coming up next. 312-332-3776. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Yurko lit a fight. Like Eminem. Lit a fire up on your ass. Yeah, you did. Uh, Let's go to the phones. Ryan's in Mount Prospect with Kermit and Yurk. What up, Ryan? Uh, Afternoon, gentlemen. I just wanted to say my favorite show. No doubt about it. Listen to you guys every single day. Thanks for always being entertaining. Thank you. Appreciate it, Ryan. Uh, I, I, just uh, two quick things. I'm not sold on Caleb Williams, and I'm not sold on Justin Fields. And I think the worst thing you could do as a franchise is take a quarterback just because he's there. Mm. I think that taking him could set you back even further than what you are now. And I think, make no mistake, they are set back. Even with the draft picks they have, the fact that they got Trubisky and it didn't work out, the fact they got Fields and it's so far not working out, the fact that they are where they are is so lucky that I think that just taking some, I think you take Marvin Harrison Jr., and I think you take a really good old lineman, and I think you, even if you decline his option, you still see him for another year and see what he can do, but I'm not sold on either one of them. And then secondly, I swear the people in Chicago, when does this ever happen that you say, you know what, you're not going to be the head coach, but you're going to be the D.C., you're going to make less money and have less control, and we're not going to trust you as much. When has that ever happened? Ever. Why are people calling thinking this is a good idea? I just get rid of them all. I'm sorry. The fact is, yeah, his defense has played better. I heard uh, Flipper this morning say they're ranked ninth overall. Look at the teams he's beating. I know you can only play who's on your schedule, but every time they play Herbert, it was 30. When they played Mahomes, it was 40. When they play good quarterbacks, they're not as good as everybody thinks they is. Great. You got four interceptions off Josh Dobbs. Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm just saying. I mean, it, I, yeah, it's definitely better, but it's not great. We can do better. Th- Thanks, guys. Thank you, Ryan. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Ryan. Passion. Um, There's passion right there in that voice. What happened? Here? I don't know if you heard it. Can't get rid of Ryan. What the hell is happening? Well, we quit mashing the keyboard. I don't know what's there. happening. What Thank you, you Ryan. Big thumbs uh, over there. No. Um, All right. What else we got? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. You want to dissect uh, a little no, bit? No, just like it adds to Connor's thing from you know when he was in for you a couple of weeks ago and he brought up that that, that stat. With, not that stat, but he just said, he goes, goes what do all these quarterbacks have in common? Like, they're bad quarterbacks. Like, no, those are the wins for the Bears. It's Mac Jones and Bailey Zappi. It's Sam Howell. It's Josh Dobbs. It's Bryce Young. Yeah. Sam Howell is uh, second in yardage this Yeah, but year. he's... Man, he might be the leader in yardage. Matter of fact, he's he might, number I think one. He's the leader. He's I think number he one in I yardage. But, but Sam Howell's not a very... A, Accomplished. Or well, he's going to do something. He's going to do, right going to do something in Washington that's never been done in I, Chicago. Uh, but that's the come on. Okay, I, I get it. I get it, Carm. And, and these are the oh, these are the the teams they've, the quarterbacks they've beaten over the last two years. The wins are against competent. Josh Dobbs, Bryce Young, uh, Br- Brian Hoyer. Come on, man. You got to crawl before you can walk. You got to walk before you can run, my friend. Can't skip. You can't skip anything in the process. Uh, let's go to. Mike in Tulsa. What's up, Mike? Hey, guys. Love the show. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Uh, yeah. As far as Eberflus goes, you know, I think his Detroit uh, game was the only thing that really questioned, hey, does this guy know what he's doing? He's leaving out his best players. The last drive of the game. What's going on? Getsy, we got to get rid of him. I mean, I don't know if he was playing the, uh, calling the plays in Green Bay, but it sure doesn't seem like it because – 
I don't trust him as an offensive play caller. And last but not least, I wrote my letter to Santa Claus, <laughs> and uh, I know he's probably not going to answer it, but if I had one Christmas wish, we take that first. Mike. Mike, what happened? Taking that. Trade oh, that there you go. Off. Okay, there you go. Go ahead. Finish up. Yeah. Yeah, and we trade that uh, first pick mm-hmm. from Carolina and that second pick, and we get Josh Allen. Because if they want to get rid of him, if they're not happy with him, hey, man, God, he's he's better than any quarterback I've ever oh, seen play in Chicago. Without a doubt. Mike, thanks for the phone call. I would not trade two first-round picks. Uh, I, I, I would not. Uh, if, uh, Patrick Mahomes, probably the only guy I would trade two first-round picks for. The, Maybe the, Joe Burrow. The, the Buffalo Bills fan base would – you wouldn't have a stadium anymore. If they, tra- if they traded Josh Allen – It's funny. They would, would want to do it, have a, yeah. I wouldn't do it either. I would not trade two first-round draft you picks You will for not Josh have Allen. a stadium anymore. They will ransack that place. You don't mess with the Buffalo Bills fans. You think they're hard on, ta- on plastic tables. You should see what they're like on a stadium. <laughs> Let's go to – Whoever you want, Carl. Kenny in Dallas. What's up, Kenny? Good afternoon, guys. Happy holidays. How Happy are holidays, Kenny? brother. Love the show. Hey, I wanted to hit some uh, hit on something that Yurko, I think you just nailed the head. Um, adding an impact defensive lineman opposite of Sweat and continuing to let Dexter and Pickens um, uh, you'll grow in the middle. Just look at the impact that Sweat has had on our defensive line. If we could add one of those blue chippers, Carm, you n- may name some of the names earlier in the week, whether it's mm-hmm. Burst or Latou or one of those guys, yep. um, that would greatly impre- uh, you know, improve this defense and then throw the transition tag on Jalen. Um, you know, let's see what the market shows, and if we want to match it, we can match it. But I also want to hit on Fields and Getty. And I do like Justin, but he's got to get better. He can't have those fumbles. He can't have the turnovers in the crunch time. He did play great, but here's what I'll tell you. When we get to the end of the season – Whatever we bring in as a coach, they're either going to go, we can win with that guy, and here's how we do it, or they're going to say no. But I know that Getsy's not the guy because there will be three to four, maybe five teams lined up to trade for Justin Fields, whether that's a second and a third, and we know the compensation that Darnold got back. Mm -hmm. Justin will get similar to that or better, but I guarantee you there won't be three to four to five teams calling Luke. Luke Getty to come in and call plays next year. <laughs> Probably right, right about that. Yeah, Kenny, thanks, man. We appreciate the phone call. 40 turnovers is a lot of turnovers in 35 games, man. Is, and what was the stat, Abdallah? You had it yesterday. 17 of those 40 turnovers are in the fourth quarter? Yeah, 17 turnovers in the fourth quarter. Yeah, you're, you know, That's bad. That's just, it, you can't That's have bad, it, man. Yeah. You can't have it. Let's grab one more before the break, Yerk. Uh, Let's do it. Uh, let's go to we got Lauren and St. Charles. Ample time. What's up, Lauren? Hey fellas, thanks for having me, man, on your show. I appreciate it very much. Got it. Hey man, I got I got two things, man. One is if I'm Ryan Pose on the GM, man, you I think this is a make or break year next year as far as who you draft. And if I am the GM, I'm drafting if I got the top three or five pick, I'm going for the best player in college football on that draft board. I don't care what position that they play. I'm drafting them and putting them in my scheme and in my system. Now, as of right now, their scheme and their system based off the offensive coordinator is horrible. It is absolutely terrible. But if it's me, if this is like, if this is dependent on my job for next year, I'm drafting the best 
person, whether that's Caleb Williams or Marvin Harrison, it doesn't matter. Like, he has to be a stud, a superstar, and then you have to develop him. I mean, the top, for me, if you are a premier offensive coordinator, um, you are obviously a play caller, like, you know, the guy in San Francisco, the head coach right. there, the, the head coach in, in Philly, the head coach in, in Green Bay. I mean, these are all creative play callers, man, that know how to develop quarterbacks as of right now. It's just, it's just terrible across the board, but I think this is, uh, I think this is a make or break for Ryan Poles. He, he has to win in his draft. If not, I think you got to let him go. If Thank he's you. still there, it sure feels like it. Lauren, thanks. We'll grab more of your calls on the other side of a quick break. 312-332-3776. Crosstalk in an hour. It is Carmen and York. We're back in two minutes.